Yeah. <laughs> Mine's that and a Bluetooth Mine's speaker. Mine's a radio. Exactly, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I never talk to mine. It's really weird. I just use it as... doesn't listen to that. <laughs> yeah. What would you ask her if you, you had the chance? What would I ask her? <laughs> um, I'd ask her to start replying to my wife because she thinks that um, it doesn't like her. Right. She doesn't respond to her. Yeah, causing some riffs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The yeah. other woman. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Cutting Room Podcast. Brought to you by 7 Videos and me, Paul Sherwood. Each week we'll be cutting through the things that you want to know about video marketing. 7 Videos have been going for nearly 10 years now. And over that time we've had many achievements but also learned a lot of things along the way. This podcast is an opportunity for us to share all that knowledge and all that experience with you. Each episode is going to focus on a different topic, concluding with our seven top tips that you can start to put into action in your business. As with all podcasts out there, you know the drill. If you think it's any good, don't forget to give us a follow and keep up to date on when the next episode drops. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of The Cutting Room and this week we're going to be talking all about the impact that AI is having on the video industry. Now it's a hot topic, people have been speaking a lot about it, particularly in these last few months so we thought it'd be a really great opportunity to sort of share our thoughts and the impacts that we're seeing in our sort of day-to-day life running a video production agency. I'm Paul Sherwood, one of the founders of Seven Videos, and I'm joined by another founder, Joe. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today, Joe? You good? Very well. Very well. Excited to be back. Good, good. Glad to have you back. And also in the other hot seat, we've got Michael, our customer success manager. Big title. Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Oh, yeah? yeah, I'm really, uh, really... in. Yeah, really looking forward to getting into this, really. Like, I know the reason you two are here, because you two are sort of the, the the more advanced in terms of the sort of mm. research and the, and the stuff you've been doing with AI. So I know I'm probably going to be taking a bit of a backseat on this one, which I'm more Learning than happy with. Learning a little with. bit. Yeah, I'm here <laughs> yeah. to learn just yeah. as much as the viewers and, and listeners are as well. Yeah. Um, so we've got some really good stuff to get through. So I think to kick us off, really, what I was wanting to talk about is obviously AI is kind of bursted on the scene particularly in these last few months oh just before i get into it as well i wanted to say that at the time this is being recorded on friday the 23rd of june so depending on when the edit goes out like there may have been some crazy advancements in, in ar technology yeah. so all of this is up to date as of the 23rd of june so we might not even be doing it next yeah time. it might not even be, be us you know, uh, ai avatar avatars, it could just yeah. be robots yeah Are you testing that at the moment uh, i am actually i was gonna say that for next week's episode yeah. no spoilers Look, yeah <laughs> So to get us started, what I wanted to sort of touch on is that, yes, it's burst on the scene and it's, it's, it's the most hotly discussed topic, particularly in the business world, but what f- like, it's been around for a while and I think it'd be good to sort of touch on some forms of AI that people have been using sort of day to day for a number of years. Yeah. I mean, realistically, I think it's been around for, like you say, years and years, but there's things like predictive text that form of AI. You've got Alexa and Google. Everyone's got them in their homes. Yeah. I know uh, mine's mostly just an egg timer at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> mine's that and a Bluetooth Mine's speaker. a radio. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I never talk to mine. It's really weird. I just use it as... doesn't listen to that. Yeah. Yeah. What would you ask her if you, you had the chance? What would I ask her? <laughs> um, I'd ask her to start replying to my wife because she thinks that um, it doesn't like her. Right. She doesn't respond to her. Yeah, causing some riffs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The yeah. other woman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you're right, like, this, this sort of technology has been around, just not 
to this level and by no means um, are we experts in AI at all but yeah. there are um there has been elements of it in terms of what we use it's all algorithmic it, like a lot of the ads doodle ads things like that are all algorithms kind of yeah, tied it's all built on it isn't it yeah so it's just kind of like in my limited knowledge like i think that's the interesting that. thing is there's people there that are, that are like quite worried about what 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 it's going to bring but a lot of people have been using forms of it for a number of years like you mentioned yeah. unknowingly yeah unknowingly yeah. uh facial recognition for phones i just exactly. to get that one in because that was you like one, that one that was yeah. one that i knew <laughs> so, um that's a form of AI. yeah i think it's, it's only because sort of chat gps chat gpt has sort of really exploded onto the scene like everyone's talking yeah. about it you see it all over linkedin and that sort of really brought it to the forefront um which has sort of really caused like the got the ball rolling with it all yeah and it is it's amazing because i remember like in november was it around yeah. that time you you'd see like the odd post on linkedin about something chat gpt had done and i was like no mm. idea what it was yeah and then I had a little look into it i was like Fucking hell. yeah this is this is good yeah. <laughs> and like you realize all the things that you can do with it and then like you say i think chat gpt come out coming out and then releasing its apis to other software companies who can then build these really powerful apps with yeah. their uh, model has just uh, exploded with yeah it's snowballed hasn't it so yeah i think it's like it's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different apps now all built on the same sort of api so it's just making use of that and how do you feel about it i don't feel either way at the moment i'm sort of just waiting to see what happens with it all I think as long as you know a little bit about it and you are using it, I think you'll probably stay ahead of it. Not ahead of it, but <laughs> yeah. with it at Good least. Yeah. yeah. I think for me, like I'm I'm excited from a business perspective because I think there's a lot of efficiencies you can bring in in that respect. I think on a general sort of scale, I'm a little bit sort of wary of it, you know, having a two year old son just like what what world's he sort of coming mm. into in, in twenty, you know, in twenty years time, like it just absolutely boggles my mind as to what what will be going on then yeah. it's probably like the generation before us thought about the internet though isn't it so well yeah, yeah. everyone thought that you know yeah, it's y2k learning yeah. bug <laughs> end of the world and you know, this could actually be yeah and it is it is it's that pivotal if not yeah. more i would probably say or i think it's more revolutionary than the internet mm. there's a lot of conflicting views from experts or so-called experts as well people saying yeah. that it will steal people's jobs other people saying that you just need to learn and understand it but, but as a, you know any innovation is going to steal jobs in any yeah. industry like you know, otherwise we'd in our industry you know move going digital that would have that would have lost some jobs in mm. you know some respects yeah, yeah. and it, it oh yeah massive and it and it creates a lot of jobs because we'd have never been able to set up a video production company if we yeah. were still using film yeah because that's why it's very expensive. It's yeah. not as accessible. Mm. And I'd probably say most of us that have learned it have only been able to do that with it being digital. Uh, yeah. And as it's kind of progressed, it's got more affordable, uh, lower barrier to entry. And I, that's kind of what CAI doing as well, but on a Yeah, just removing that friction. Yeah. Uh, interesting. I guess you went to the media production show recently and they were talking a lot about it. So what were your learnings from that? Yes, it was um, everywhere. Yeah. Literally, that's what everyone talked about. And it seemed like a lot of mixed views, a lot of people who are scared of taking jobs, others concerned that it's not creative enough and it'll be a lot of bland content. Mm. Um, and 
I think there's a there's a really interesting talk by one guy, and he was kind of um, he was touching on kind of how it all came about, and that like, look, these models aren't new; they've been doing these for the last ten, fifteen years in uh, academic settings. Yeah. What GPT did was then bring it out to the public, which is yeah. where it's come. But like again, they, they use similar analogies around digital film, all these different progressions of of um, kind of the industry of how we've improved new technology they are yeah. yeah it evolves and yes people will lose jobs but it will also create a lot of a lot of other jobs and it'll also and it's interesting when people talk about creativity with it and because i think you hear a lot of people online talk about like general bland content that can come if you're just using mm. what chat gbt shows yeah. but i actually think yeah that's right but you can also because it opens it up to so many different people who wouldn't normally be able to access it anyone can create yeah. really creative different things without that traditional um, i think it enables a lot of people who aren't probably traditionally creative to be a bit more creative and sort of generate more ideas as well which is sort of and that's one thing i found it yeah. really useful for is just generating ideas that don't come naturally to me yeah just type in a few different things and i think oh that's really good and you can kind of you just uh, tweak you it kind of elaborate yeah. it further yeah. but it's that sort of starting point of an idea. Yeah. A lot of the time I spend sort of sitting there for like 10, 15 minutes trying to get my head around something. If you just type it into, say, ChatGPT, it'll probably give you a couple of ideas just to get you going. Sort of yeah. a bit of a jump start for everything. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. Same for me. Like, that's always a bit I find the hardest with anything is starting, started, putting yeah. something on a page. Mm. And this just kind of, oh, this particular one kind of helps with that, which is cool. So we're going to go, we're going to, after, we're going to touch on the impact it's going to have within marketing and the video production sort of industry just quickly before we do on a bit more of a light-hearted note there has been some quite weird and wonderful uses of ai which we were sort of chatting about off camera which thought might be worse yeah, yeah. What, um, what, what what how is what other sort of ways is it being used in a, in a less business sense so apart from alexa joe's other wife <laughs> um there's also i think there's an influencer who's released their own you think you sent us a link right? yeah <laughs> i sent you a link for it yeah. But yeah an influencer has released her image to everyone and said that they're able to use her image and her voice i think so yeah. she can be become a virtual girlfriend yeah yeah and you kind um, of have conversations with her yeah it's a dollar, a, dollar a minute i saw that is that a dollar a minute that wasn't i didn't look too that was actually backstage it. It? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's another cool one, which I think is it called Speechify, and right. you can get like Snoop Dogg to uh, read you any book. Like you right. just type in the text and it'll put it in his voice. Amazing. And loads of other different people as has well. Has he licensed? How how does that work? Yeah, I think I think they must have done. Yeah. Um, I don't know how it works, but yeah, I saw another one which was basically if you doodle something, um, like a sketch, you can then animate it. You put it into the system and it'll animate it for you. Doesn't do right. it very well, but I think I showed Chris it the other day, and you sort of does like dances and things like that but it's good for kids stories so if you combine that with combine a couple of them you can do something quite nice with it couldn't you that's yeah. quite cool i think there's there's a lot you can do with animation yeah there's going to be all sorts of weird and wonderful things yeah. i'm sure over the coming years so <laughs> it, might be, it might be a few more um episodes within that we'll see <laughs> yeah but moving on to i guess that the kind of main reason i wanted to sort of chat through today is to see the impact that we see it having on the video industry on the marketing industry um, I think the first place to start is is ChatGPT that we've sort of referenced. What what impact are we seeing with that, and how are marketers and uh, other people sort of using it to help benefit their video projects? 
Mm, I think starting, especially with sort of like we just touched on the idea generation, that's always like the good starting point. Um, sort of putting a brief into ChatGPT, I suppose anything, it's almost like you need to ask it good questions to get a good response out of it. A lot of people sort of start with it and then don't put a good question into it, don't sort of detail their points they want to cover or um, the actions they want from it. And I think that's where I'm at with yeah. it. I, I'm I'm quite new to it and I'm, I've not been bowled over by a lot of the responses mm. I've got, but I'm fully aware that that's down to what prompts I'm yeah, putting in there in. and yeah. I'm not being specific enough because you'll read something like, oh, it just looks like load of crap there but yeah. it's because i've been really generic in the question i've asked mm. i think that's it i think if you if you are more sort of specific with what you want out of it it'll give you a, a much more specific answer um i think we tried it with sort of scripting and things like that it's really good for that um you can put in um sort of if you like a copywriter style you can say analyze this style and create me a script in this style um, yeah. which is quite a nice way of using it yeah, and if you can give it as much information, so as much of that to kind of train it up into that style, yeah. the better it is. But I think you're right. It's and yeah, I think that can be the misconception from some people. Like you put one thing in, oh, that was shit. Yeah. But actually, it's all about the iterations and how often you're going back to it. Yeah, because it does learn as you're going through it. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, I spent two days talking to it when I was at the media production <laughs> show. Yeah. Maybe yeah. yeah. I went on my own, but yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's a bit lonely. Yeah. Yeah. But if you think about Google when that kind of first came out and to what it is now, like it's a lot more intuitive in terms of the things you're searching for. Like back in the day, you'd get all sorts of crap that wasn't really that relevant to what you yeah. were searching. Yeah. You had to get really specific, and it's just I imagine it's just going to be the same with that. Yeah, and I think what's really exciting now is all the different um, softwares and applications that you can use ChatGPT in yeah. or Google Bad. Like uh, plugins and things like that as well that you can sort of like analyse a PDF for you. Yeah. Um, so you can do it with, say, if you want to understand sort of your brand's sort of tone of voice, you can ask it to analyse that tone of voice and write articles in that. Yeah. So for like blog posts and things like that. And it's also one thing I found, which is quite good, is getting it to critique it, and you can yeah. get it to it to critique it um, from a viewpoint. Yeah, yeah. So I've done it before, where you've got to act like Steve Jobs, and I want you to analyse our whatever it is uh, <laughs> marketing piece and and critique it as if you're Steve Jobs, and then it'll critique it, and then I'll be like, right now, can you implement those changes? Mm. Yeah. What did Steve have to say about it? I said it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 and then yeah, so make make a few points, and then you go back and be like, right now, can you critique it again? And it's like, yeah, it's really good, but then the disease bit is like, right, yes, yeah, so you can really now refine can you add that in again. So it's all the different iterations that you do, where you get the most value out of it. Just you need to keep kind of coaching it, and, yeah. and to be honest, there's a bit of an art form in that. Like I think there is a real skill which I haven't learned yet. Mm. I just is it almost two-way in the fact that we're still learning how to operate it and that the program is still learning yeah. itself as well? I'm presuming that's probably going to learn a bit quicker than we are. Especially yeah. with all the, the amount of people that are putting things into it. Yeah. yeah, It's a lot more than what's going into our yeah. individual exactly. minds, yeah. thankfully. <laughs> <as well. laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's what's interesting over time. Like it, it's just getting so much better. How can you control what's getting put into it, or how do you have any? I think there is a big sort of moral standpoint at the moment as to what yeah. is actually going on with it. And sort of, yeah, who's putting things into it? Who's sort of giving it opinions? Yeah. Um, but so. at the moment, they don't have anything that is stopping that, do they? No, because it's on the open web. I could put what I want in it. Yeah, um, which is a bit scary. Yeah, 
which is why there's so much talk around regulation there. So it's, I guess that's another podcast as well, but yeah, not for, we'll save that for another day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we've touched on helping to sort of generate ideas, critiquing briefs. I think that's very much on the sort of text based side of things, I guess, in terms of, let's say a video project and how we can sort of keep costs down. What, what, ways in which what ways are we seeing ai being used to help keep costs down um there's a number of things like like we mentioned like um with chat gpt and gpt you've got that api which has then led on to loads of other apps online where you can create stuff so there's a lot of video editing ones now online which the video editing tools online isn't particularly new or even templated stuff but you can use some of the gpt functions to generate ideas. So there's um, there's a video one where you can um, put in your blog post and it will summarize that blog post into five key statements and then it will match stock footage to those five key statements and then you've got a little short video. Yeah. Which, I, saw, I saw one which is sort of a piece to camera one and it sort of analyzes your script and finds relevant B-roll to put over the top of it. Now it's not perfect, but it's a nice sort of cheap, easy option to use. It is, and I think that's the thing with a lot of them. Like, you look at it now and you're like, yeah, it's not mind-blowing, but yeah. Jesus, where will it be in six months? Yeah. Or a year's time, right? Um, it will be phenomenal what you, do, <laughs> what you can do with it. Um, and I think particularly for people who don't have that skill set, so people in my, potentially, like marketers, without always having to go to a video production company, you've got some of these tools out there, which... Oh, it's going to impact our industry massively because yeah. if it, it's allowed, it's enabling people to make a lot more of their own content, which yeah, a lot more uh, often as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if, you know, from our perspective, you know, we're looking at ways in which we can provide sort of regular content um, by creating our own sort of like retainer style model, where we're where we're providing regular content at a much sort of cost effective mm. um, price point for our clients. But you know, how do you compete with? Just go and make make a load yourself. Yeah, yeah, obviously there's the quality side and the understanding and there's that. But you know, I guess from our perspective, we need to be thinking. You know, in a, in a couple of years' time, you know, we could have some some really serious competition. That's how we can stay ahead of it and leverage it to make sure that we're staying ahead. I think of that's the curve. it. I think it is leveraging it. I think it's just utilizing what we've got available and sort of learning and understanding it, so yeah. we can sort of offer it to clients and say this is sort of a, a solution for your budget. If we don't, we will just exactly. we'll get eaten up by it. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I think it will result in a lot of video companies, not just video companies, but other companies, Marks, similar issues like yeah. people who just think, oh, no, I'm not going to get involved, I'll ignore it, I don't like it, or whatever. Yeah, It will eventually catch up. Like you say, if you can leverage it, and like, I've already looked at, I like sat down with the editors of ways how we can um, make the edit process more efficient, like getting them to help with cutting down footage, organising footage, yeah. All jobs which don't need yeah. to, you don't need to be creative. It's yeah. just yeah. the more the laborious task, so then we can be more creative. Mm. You look it? at platforms like Vimeo that are implementing sort of subtitling services, things like that as well. Mm. That makes things a little bit easier from our sense in that it's all sort of like a one one place. You can just put everything into it and just get your subtitle out of it. Um, but like you say, it does make it a little bit more tricky when quoting projects and actually making sure people get value for money. Yeah. I mean, there's still obviously the, the skill aspect in terms of the experience that we can put into a project in terms of 
understanding specifics and nuances about clients and, and what they're wanting to achieve. But, but yeah, I mean, it's all that in the next yeah. <laughs> next few years. And and that's the thing to bear in mind, like some of these things we're talking about, yeah, they're really good if you don't have that skill set and you don't have yeah. the budget to get somebody in. But at this moment in time, it's not there. Yeah. It will be. Unless <laughs> Elon invents that Neuralink thing and makes it work and everyone has AI in the brains, then that'd be really scary. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would. You know too much. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, well, we're, we're, our next episode, because we're going to sort of do a double header on this, we're going to be talking about some different, some of our sort of favourite tools. But yeah. just whilst we're on it, you know, if is it, we've mentioned chat GPT quite a lot, mm-hmm. reference google bad but is there you know is there anything else other things that were you know one or two sort of tools that were coming across quite regularly yeah like the big ones are the kind of text to image ones where you put in a prompt describe something and then it comes up with a picture that resembles that yeah or you can put in an image and then get an example of that then yeah mid journey is probably the the main one there's probably dali too as well which isn't as good um the issue with mid journey is that you have to use it on discord which is a platform in itself, and it's probably it's not particularly user friendly, right? Um, but the stuff it yeah stuff produces it is pretty amazing. Yeah, in fact, right. I've been looking at it to create artwork for my house, for my yeah. new house. Right, just type in. You can ask it to create an. Like, what what specific... have you searched? Just just well, I don't <laughs> want to leave that point actually. Yeah, go on. So specifically, what were you searching to create artwork for your uh, house? First one was Alex Turner riding a jet ski. I on thought a I'd be in there. <laughs> if I could have guessed. I yeah. thought... <laughs> And then uh, it, it doesn't do people like that particularly well. Will did a really good Donald Trump, um, you know, massive donut, which yeah. came out pretty well. It can needs can a lot we get it. these images shown up on the edit? When yes, we're... yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump. Jaya, who will be editing it, she's done some funny ones, so I'll get her to put some... Hey, yeah, drop them in for us. Yeah, yeah please. Yeah. <laughs> it, what was that, Donald? Eating a giant donut. Then Will did <laughs> Boris Johnson riding a really tiny bike, yeah. right. which is quite good. We'll get them all up, there's some... There's some. It, it is really fun, if not anything. It's like, good for celeb faces, but for normal faces, it's got no idea what a face looks like. Why did you try yours? Tried mine, yeah. <laughs> they not recognise you. You can ask it to create avatars of yourself. Like oh, it, yeah. you can ask it to create things in specific styles or specific artist styles and things like that. Right. Um, or f- for us, sort of specific cameras and specific grades. Yeah, so on you, the colours and things like that, which is really cool. Yeah, it's so right. like lenses, types of cameras, everything. Yeah. Like, that size. And it looks amazing. Like you mentioned Dali and a couple of others. They're not as good, but no. they're a lot more user-friendly. But um, there's also like... Um, that sounds really fun, all that, but how, bring it back to, you know, the business aspects. How can people be, what impact, what can those tools do to help people? I think from a marketing... Other than having a laugh of seeing... Yeah, I think from Trump a marketing side, you could probably look at using... Um, generating logos if you're going through a rebrand you could look at sort of suggesting logos you can analyze your logo and say can you create this in a specific style um there's probably things you can do around sort of creating concepts um right. i saw a really good video about sort of a guy who um, combined ikea and patagonia and um, those two brands to create like a whole sort of suite of images for creative concepts which is really cool right um it, again it took a, um, a couple of days to actually do it because he wasn't prompting it in the right way but yeah. once he got around that, it worked out really nicely. And I, th- I think that's what it's good for is visualization. So we've tried it with for storyboards, um, typing a prompt to then give you a good visualization without actually having to go anywhere. 
set stuff up to test it out. You can just kind of, an idea you have in your head, you can prompt it mm. and bring out something that looks pretty cool. And like, that's right. where it can help is clients, like you say, sometimes they don't really, they've got a bit of an idea, but they can't really articulate it. So you can just mm. go and lay all that out and spout it all out. And just, and then when you start to see some of the imagery come back, you're like, yeah. that's what I'm kind of thinking, which yeah, yeah. can. I was working on a proposal recently and it, it said, it's about so sort of, it's a food group and it's about sort of like good food and an image that they had in their proposal was an image of like a family in a field so i went on mid journey and created a similar image um as like a continuation of that yeah which it did quite easily quite good just to include that so that's quite a nice way of doing it yeah it's good good from our perspective because like you say it helps to kind of mm. showcase the visual aspects and aids our sort of sales process really in terms yeah. of um yeah, no, that sounds pretty good. So, right, any other tools? Mid journey mentioned there. Yeah. I know we'll obviously get into the specifics yeah. next time around. The the big one I think at the moment that you see all all over LinkedIn is like Adobe's Photoshop um, extensions, which Firefly. is Adobe Firefly. Yeah, and that's yeah. being branched out to After Effects and all the different video tools as well, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's quite exciting. Just that changing the backgrounds and doing all different things. Every, like that. Change everything. You do everything. Yeah. You yeah. do text to image yeah, as text well. To image. Yeah. I think the other thing is, well, like we've talked a bit about text-to-image and mid-journey, but then the next big one is eventually is text-to-video, yeah. which isn't there yet. But... They have done some of those just purely yeah. AI-generated videos, haven't they? So they're a bit... Did KFC do it? They, they, they like... have, but it's if you watch them, they're not fully done by AI. It's a bit of... Right. They, they say it is on, like you'll see it on LinkedIn and then yeah. you look into it, there's a whole load of visual effects yeah, stuff a whole team have. of people there's a coca-cola one yeah and it was like it's a bit misleading so it was done by ai yeah. just it's not like you it's not like mid journey you've typed in a few prompts it's like they did film a lot but they used ai as part oh, right. of it yeah um from the ones i'd say but there is i know at the moment which we've talked about in the next episode is that opus where you can do video to video where and again it's in its early stages but you could put say I don't know, uh, a video we've created. Um, so it's a live action video. You can then put it through and turn it into any style that you want. So you could turn it into like a rope scope animation or things like that. So I think that's probably... Yeah. Perfect for things like this as well, like podcasting. It cuts down into socials and things like that, doesn't it? So Yeah. Yeah. Again, there's... Um, I mean, yes. If you're watching this as a social cut, then... Yeah. Could have been done through that. We might have done it. They might have done yeah. it. Yeah. Who, Who knows? knows? Joe. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that was actually runway I meant. Opus is the one you yeah, just mentioned sorry. then. I meant yeah, sorry, I got it wrong. So it's runway that does the video to video. Right. So get that mistake out now before the next yeah. <laughs> I mean I all just went yeah. angry so. people in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> Will. Yeah. yeah. Um But yeah, there's there's a lot of good stuff out there, I think that would be amazing. And in terms of so we look at sort of saving time reducing cost um how is ai being used to make things better not better because we've obviously touched on that but how is it improving quality away I mean, from the idea generation side but yeah. i guess there's sort of specifics we're it, talking it just about makes quality a bit more accessible i think um so, I, I got one through the other day just a video it was a webinar sound wasn't particularly great and you can put it into a system i think it's descript yeah. And it'll enhance the audio. Now, it didn't come out perfectly, but it sounded a lot better than it did to start with. Yeah. So and, and when you say not very good, it was horrific. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like. It was noisy. Yeah. It would take an editor, well, it would take an experience sound 
Yeah, so if Kay's dog starts barking now, can we we'll put it through that, there? We can just cut it out. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, oh, should, yeah. we should have that before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's stuff like 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 traditionally when if we were using drain strain, um, like there's again runway does it where just with a touch of a button you just draw around something, and then click remove background. Bang, John. <laughs> think how popular like, that would have been back in the day. You know when with the old cameras when you used to like. Have your pitch taken in front of a landmark or something? There's always <laughs> yeah. someone like <laughs> yeah, yeah. stood behind you eating an ice cream or something. Yeah. yeah, and there's also like upscaling videos. So if you've got like a really uh, old uh, low res one, yeah. you can kind of upscale it as well. So I think they're yeah. just a couple of the the things you can do in terms of improving quality. Yeah, and and I think what it does it it's more accessible to people. Like previously. You wouldn't be able to do that. You say accessible; it gives you a free, like a free plan. Then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, it's going to cost you seventy dollars for the next ten images. Yeah, that's still more accessible than yeah. I suppose. I've been conned already. I had one, one client; it's like one hundred fifty dollars or something for just for a social platform. It didn't work very well. I never used it, and it just got charged one hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I did manage to get it back. Thank you for that. I suppose they are going to have to like monetize it. That's yeah. what the, the aim of the game is. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably the issue at the moment. There's so many of them trying to monetize something. Yeah, that isn't actually completely there. But if you find the right one, it's like, well, to take my money because it's yeah. not that you know, they're not expensive price yeah. points. I think everyone's trying to put, everyone's signed up for the free trial as well, and they're probably catching quite a few people out. Yeah, so they're probably making a fair bit of money. The people who aren't doing particularly good things. Yeah, yeah. That's probably another. Another conversation with, um, you know, I guess that the pitfalls and, and dangers, I guess. But I think for this week, I feel like we've sort of got into it, covered a lot of good points there, kind of touched on, kind of, kind of sharing our opinions on on AI, what types of things we've been seeing, sort of looking at how it's going to impact people within marketing. Um, anything else you guys wanted to add before we uh, get out of this boiling hot room? No, I think it'd be interesting to talk about the next tools. The next one. So that pretty much brings us to a conclusion for this week's episode. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Michael, for joining me. Uh, thanks to you for listening and or watching um, this week's episode of The Cutting Room. Next week, we're going to be talking about the AI tools that people are using to help create video projects. So we're going to get into the more specifics around the tools uh, that we're seeing and share a bit more sort of insight on that. So stay tuned for that. If you've liked what you've uh, seen, Give us a like, give us a follow, and don't forget to tell all your friends about us. And we look forward to seeing you next week in the cutting room. 